Oh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And I'm Braden Howard. Welcome to week five of Are You Ready for Some Football right here on Movement Radio. We had a pretty good good week so far. How'd you guys feel about the week? It was weird as shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> more, more weirdness. Yes. I, uh, I will no longer spend my free time watching primetime games. Oh, that Yeah. Was... <laughs> Why not? That Why not? Bro, those so it was the last terrible trash. It was terrible. Uh, we have not watched a single good primetime game this year. No, what are you talking about? That hold on. That that Rams game. Six to six going into halftime. They come out of halftime. Burrow makes a fair catch at the twelve yard line. Yeah, like not what kind of shit. What kind what of shit kind, is kind, that? That's, that's like that's what you're teaching Pop Warner. Like Oh, we're just gonna catch it. We're gonna just gonna go from here. You're on the fucking eleven, you douche nozzle. You could have easily fucking have ran the ball back at least another 20, 30 yards before somebody came and got you. You they have people up front blocking you for the fucking. Re- you don't know Come that. On. They really? don't know how to wedge anymore. They don't know how to wedge really? anymore. He was scared. Wait, they don't know how to wedge, or they're not allowed to. They wedge? They don't allow to wedge. That's fucking. Idiotic. Yeah, you're not allowed. They haven't allowed to wedge in like ten years. What are you talking? It's about? still idiotic. It's still <laughs> not, idiotic. Not really. Having three guys link the arm and try to clothesline everybody in front of them. That's I thought that's football. what you liked. I thought that's what you liked. You, you, know, you, you want your players all jacked up on cocaine and steroids? That's what you said you liked. Yeah, doesn't mean I want them clothesline. <laughs> Their arms can't handle that. <laughs> what they go to do in the arm just explode on impact? Is that what? You... I mean, that'd be cool. Oh. Okay, then all right. Yeah. All right. Let's get it. Let's let's get to it. We uh I think we already got into it. Yeah, we're already into it. What are you talking about? All right. I'm talking about getting all right. So let's let's just break down our teams and the games that we did. Let's start off with the Houston Texans against the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Houston Texans came away with a big victory, man. Thirty to six. Chip, I'll start with you. How did you feel about the Texans win against Pittsburgh? Uh it, it, I think I may have said this last week. But I, I just want to reiterate, like, this game against the Steelers, it was the most complete that the Texans looked uh, in probably four or five years. This is their first home game win since December of 2021, uh, which says a lot. Uh, they held T.J. Watt and Alex Hightower, Hightower, Highsmith, Highsmith. Okay. I, I keep wanting to say Hightower because of um wasn't that the Patriots player no no that was uh police academy have you guys ever seen that movie yeah yeah the dude in there his name's Hightower I just watched that the other day oh hmm. I thought you were talking uh, about the Patriots player no you think of no, Dante uh, Hightower that's what you're thinking of Roger was oh. he a Patriots player yeah oh that's what I'm saying okay uh but the, the for the second week in a row, the the offensive line allowed no sacks to C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, once again, uh, no interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers uh, at all. Uh, dude is just balling out 300-plus yards, and I, I just see, and maybe this is wishful thinking or the, as Talon would say, the homer in me. I, I see nothing but upside for this team. Um you know they're they're going to start getting pieces back for this O line. Uh, Titus Howard should be back this week. That's the uh, typical starting right tackle. Uh, Laramie Tunzel should be back next week or the week after, from what I'm hearing. 
Uh, so you're getting, you know, that veteran presence back on that offensive line. And the rookies that have filled in have been doing phenomenal. Uh, Tank Dell, can we talk about Nico Collins? Uh, that dude has been sitting around waiting on a quarterback to throw to him. And he is balling out right now. Yeah, if I may interject, uh, I think that's the best. This past game was the best game I've ever seen Nico Collins play, in my opinion. I mean, he's played good all season. And it's not like... It's not like they're relying on one receiver. Uh, so, like, one game, Nico Collins is going off. A another game, Tank Dell is going off. A different game, Robert Woods is going off. They're getting Dalton Schultz, Brevin Jordan input or in there. Uh, Devin Singletary's throwing touchdown passes. Uh, Damian Pierce just had the best uh, game of his career. Um, you know, Bobby Slowick is really like dialing up some good plays. So I, I just see nothing but upside from here. Uh, again, maybe I'm blinded or that's the homer in me, but that's where I see the Texans at right now. Raj, Brady, what about you guys? I think that Nico Ryans, Will Anderson, and uh, Stroud are probably the three best moves the Houston Texans have probably made in the past 10 years, hands down. Uh, it's just a complete 180, and they are completely making – Houston Texans football great again and it's it's really fun to watch honestly I mean it's not gonna happen obviously but like right now CJ Stroud is on pace for damn near over 5,000 yards passing I mean it's just it's crazy what he's doing it's just 300 yard game 300 yard game 300 yard game and uh, it's just fun to watch man I love watching these young guys go out and do good yep Raj I mean uh, they super impressed me especially with how they've been able to do everything with how the last few seasons have gone for them. Um, I mean, not really much to say besides that they're definitely exceeding everything we expected because we even really said, I think Chip and I said it said to be like a five-win team or something like that. And they're already yeah. on pace to win more than that, probably be 500 or more. Right. I, I think uh, yeah, if, if place, they yeah. stay on the pace that they're at, it's. I think they win a minimum of eight games, possibly the South. The AFC South, like Braden uh, said. So I definitely think they'll win the South at this rate. Because I mean, who's yeah. really going to compete against them in the South? I it's mean, the... you you could say the Jaguars, but the Jaguars are struggling. They've been playing like doo doo. They, I mean, well, they had a good win again against Atlanta this week, but I... the, the two weeks before, <laughs> I said I, I, they had a win. But but I, before we get off of the Texans game, I do want to say one quick thing because I actually heard this this morning um, on uh, on first take this morning. Um, uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to absolve the Pittsburgh Steelers for how atrocious they were, because we all thought we didn't know. We didn't think Pittsburgh was going to be a playoff team, but we thought that they would play the Texans a little bit better than what they did. Uh, do you guys know? Okay, so the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh is a guy by the name of Matt Canada. Okay, yeah. Matt He's Canada. Terrible. I, I got some statistics. Hang on a second. Since Matt Canada became the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers back in 2021, they have had zero 400 total yard games. Yeah, zero. I don't know, I don't know 400 total yard that. games. Every other team in the NFL has at least four. And every team in the league this year, except for, no? Yeah, I think every team except for maybe one other team has had at least a 400 yard rush, 400 yard total yards game. I think every team has except for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're 29th in total offense. They're 25th in scoring offense. 
against the Houston Texans this past Sunday, when they started drives in their own territory, they never made it past the 50-yard line. Mm. And one more quick quote. This is what Matt Canada said to Shapiro Ditas and Adam Archuleta of CBS, of, of CBS Sports after the game talking about his own team. He said, they are not quite built to come back from big leads. The way they start game, the way we start games is critical. And we must lead the game in the early stages to have a chance to win. You said this about your own team publicly. So I asked the question Stephen A. Smith asked this morning on First Take. How the fuck does this man still have a job? I asked that question to you guys. So typically, I think it's hard to get rid of an OC middle of the season. I'd say definitely after this year, he'll be gone without a doubt. But like last year, Ravens fans were clamoring for Greg Roman to be gone. But like once you implement a system and everything's gone through training camp and everything's rocking and rolling and you're already through week four, it's hard just to blow the whole thing up opposed to like a head coach. You know, you have the offensive philosophies and everything in place. And it's hard just to completely go away from all that. So I don't know. I think he'll be, be gone after this year for sure, but I don't I don't think he'll be gone middle of the season. It's a lot tougher to do that than you think. Uh yeah, I, I agree with Braden on that. Um especially if the Steelers have a losing season this year, which it looks like they're going to be on pace to have for the first time since Mike Tomlin has been the head coach. Um, I, I think there'll be some, some definite changes in that coaching staff. Uh, I, I don't think that it'll be Mike Tomlin. Uh, I don't even think he's anywhere near being on the hot seat, but I think Matt Canada will definitely be gone and they're going to have to, you know, figure out where they want to go with this scheme and whether they want to keep Kenny Pickett as their play caller or uh, draft a new quarterback. I agree with that to to an extent, but I want to ask a question: Does it Mike Tomlin bear? Is it is it Mike Tomlin culpable in hiring Matt Canada? Like no. he picked the wrong guy. I mean, he picked him. Why would he not uh, be culpable? He picked this guy. Did he? He's pick like, you him, are the best. Or did pick? the front, or did the front office pick him? Typically, he picked him. Huge say in it. Yeah, he picked him. Yeah, but I think he gave him the force to pick the guy that the front office wanted. Do we know that for a fact? Uh, no, no, but we also don't know for a fact that he picked <laughs> that guy either. But based on public perception, do you not get the idea where people would sit there and say, "Why did Mike Tomlin?" Hire this guy. You I mean, know, why they say whatever, but they're not there. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get that. You know, public perception, um, but I don't think that Mike Tomlin is anywhere near being on the hot seat. He's literally been with the Steelers for like seventeen years, never had a losing season, and if this season ends up being a sub five hundred season, it'll be the first in his career as a head coach. So, it, I don't think it's time to make a change at the head coach position in oh, no, Pittsburgh I'm, yet. I'm not. I'm not advocating a change at the pits at the head coaching position. All I'm asking was because Mike Tomlin vouched for Matt Canada, does he bear some culpability? That was all I was asking. I never ever mentioned anything about a head coaching change. Well, no, but a, a lot of people have 
like I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and everything, you know, calling for Mike Tomlin's head. And I'm like, dude, it's four four games into the season and he's never had a losing season. Why are we talking about firing this guy? But go ahead, Brayden. I think uh Mike Tomlin only does so much. Mike Tomlin's not calling the plays. Mike Tomlin's not implementing the game plan every week. You know, there's so many things that the head coach and offensive coordinator do differently in terms of what they do on a weekly basis all the way down to game day. You know, I mean, I do think that he does take some blame, you know, because I do think that he probably had a huge say in the hiring of him. But at the end of the day, you're you're your own man. You're in the your job is to put up points, help the offense put up points. You're not doing your job. So I think a lot of it comes back on him. It's 25, 75. We'll say that. But uh, we're done with the, that team. We'll move on to one of our other teams. Um, whose team do we want to talk about next? So while we're waiting on Talon to fix that and Roger to find his question, uh, one, one statistic about CJ Stroud that uh, he's the only rookie in only rookie quarterback in NFL history with 900 passing yards and zero interceptions. That's hey, right. Now. Yes, we hear you now. Sweet. He has played a, a Ravens defense and a Steelers defense, and literally dude could not throw one pick. I was shocked. Let's talk about this ass whooping Miami took from Buffalo this week. 48 to 20. Uh, Yeah, it – I mean, it started off like it was going to be a high-scoring game in the first quarter, second quarter. And it was high-scoring. On one side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, no, the Devon A-Chain did good, you know, eight carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. So he did do everything he could, you know, as a, as a rookie. Um, it's Miami getting a taste of his own medicine. Uh, I will admit it after dropping 70 on Denver. But what did you, you guys feel about this game? I feel like the uh, I'm not I'm not shitting on any team whatsoever, but I feel like the more <laughs> the, the more complete football team, I think won in that sense. I think right now, as it stands in this part of the season, Buffalo as a team is more complete, hitting on all c- cylinders opposed to Miami. So I think that's a little bit of why they won. Yeah. Well, the defense I think is better. Absolutely. The offenses, I mean, they're the one in, they're ranked number one and number two in total offense. Uh, both teams are ranked number one and number two. And then our defense, our defense is like ranked somewhere in the mid teens, and uh, Buffalo's is just up there in the upper echelon. So, so yeah, it, the, def, the defense definitely showed up when it did. Uh, Chip, Roger, y'all got any thoughts, opinions? Uh, I mean, I, I guess the the Dolphins won't try to put seventy up on anybody ever again. <laughs> I guess <laughs> well, it doesn't feel uh, good, does it? Huh? Doesn't feel good, does it? No. <laughs> uh, a, a, a crazy, crazy statistic. I well, not really statistic, but but theory that I heard earlier this week is if you go back and you look at the um, the, the Bills. Uh, games that they played. Look at their opponents. The week before they play the Bills, they play a very solid, good game, and you know they win. Then they go into the Bills, and the Bills just blow them out. So it's like the Bills wanted to go ahead and get that one loss out the way because 
they didn't play good week one. And then after that week one loss, they just came out firing. You know, they've been really, really good over the past three weeks. They've looked yeah. like the Bills are supposed to have looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the thing that happens with Buffalo. I mean, going into this season, well, I'll say last year, I think a lot of hype was surrounding Buffalo, and everyone thought that, you know, if Buffalo's going to do it, last year was going to be the year. Everybody thought that all year round. Everyone was like, yep, Buffalo's going for it. It's going to be the one. And going into this year, I think we definitely – no, I wouldn't say wrote them off, but we're, I think as a public, we're not really talking about them as much because it's the age old stigma that the bills are never going to finish it. You know, they're, that's why people don't really talk about them. So I think that's whenever they perform at their best is, you know, they're kind of not being talked about too much and they're going to come out and hit you in the mouth or that happens. Everybody was talking about Miami and then went up against a tough Buffalo team. Yep. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I, I think everyone's always given Buffalo their credit. The only time they really, really, in my opinion, the only time they've actually shit on Buffalo is the fact that when they get to the postseason, they can't finish the job. Mm-hmm. But whenever you get to the postseason, they're up against teams like Kansas City, and they're up against, you know, these, these the Cincinnati Bengals. But, hell, I can't even say that about Cincinnati because Cincinnati's not playing that good this year either. They're you wrong. know? The so, who knows? Sandbagging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sandbagging. Listen to him. They All are right. sandbagging. <laughs> but moving on to the next uh, of one of our teams. Speaking of Braden's team, uh, we'll talk about the Baltimore Ravens, who just put a shellacking on the Cleveland Browns, twenty-eight to three. Go ahead and gloat, brother. What you uh, what you think about this game? I don't even know if we can gloat that much, but. Uh... Sunday morning, game, you on, beat about twenty-five points. That's, oh, that's that's for that's a gloat. Sunday morning, I was on Twitter and uh, someone posted that Deshaun Watson is going to be a healthy scratch. I'm like, what in the world? And it, it kind of came out of nowhere. I had no idea that he was hurt. So I know that uh, DTR was going to be their backup, and I watched him preseason. I was like, okay, you know, he's he's probably going to come out and do okay. But dude is very reckless with the ball. He's got great pocket presence, but he just he didn't have the help around them really performed that well. Uh, it's it's tough in your first NFL start going up against a, uh, a Baltimore Ravens defense at home, but uh, he did good for the most part, did did the best of his ability. But um, like we said on last week's show, uh, there were a ton of Ravens injuries going into uh, Sunday. So that's kind of why I lean more towards the Browns and uh, their defense putting on a show for that one. But I really think this this win was a big testament to uh, the Ravens' depth as a whole because I feel like each week someone new is getting hurt. So we just move somebody in, they perform, we get the win. Guys come back. New guys get hurt, and it's just like this new process each week. Each position group is showing, hey, we've got a little bit more depth here. Hey, we got a little bit more depth here. We're just shuffling pieces around in this puzzle, and it's just working. And it's just a testament to uh, how good the depth is, how good uh, just the coaching is. And Lamar really impressed me in this one. He had a lot of good throws, a lot of good runs. Uh, it was just a good overall good team win. Uh, I was really scared about that Cleveland defense, but shoot, 28 points. That's that's something on that Cleveland defense. That's that's really, really good. Three interceptions from your defense, too. Hell yeah. yeah. That, uh, do you think that it helped, just to play devil's advocate, uh, do you think that it helped you guys that Deshaun Watson was not under center? Yeah. Do we put an asterisk by your team's win? You know? Yeah. Do we, yeah. Is there asterisks? <laughs> yep. 
well, we should have put an asterisk for Nick Chubb not being there. I mean, if you're going to do that. <laughs> well, that's what uh, Mike Tirico wants to do. So, I mean. Yeah, Mike Tirico wants to put an asterisk next to every game where a superstar is not playing in it. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm just, I mean, a legitimate question, you know, and, and really, to play devil's advocate. I think that definitely helped. I think if Deshaun plays, this is a completely different game because uh, the first few weeks, Deshaun's actually been doing pretty good. He's been performing for the Browns team, but uh, – it is, it is a lot different when you have a rookie literally making their their first career start against, you know, the Ravens opposed to uh, Deshaun, who has experience through and through. Uh, it's it's a big difference. So I think that would have made a big, big impact. Right. Okay. Roger, uh, any final thoughts? Um, I mean, it was a good game overall. Um, surprised that the Browns' defense wasn't more efficient um because i wasn't i'm not gonna say they were bad they just weren't clicking like they should have been um because that's a team we do expect to have at least be able to hold their ground even if the offense isn't clicking they're usually working really well but i mean lamar was able to do a lot more freely than i thought he was going to miles garrett had like a hell of a game but like he just he couldn't get any help yep like it's him him alone Um, while while Talon's looking up whatever he's looking up, um, let's let's talk about the Broncos. They get they get a win. That, that's what I was looking up. I was trying a to w. find the. We got ourselves a W. Finally. We got a W. Dude, we should get on that game, but it was damn near one of the best games of the week. It was, but I mean, <laughs> no one to be good. <laughs> never underestimate a man with nothing to lose. Ice T surviving the game. <laughs> 1994, I think. Or was it 93? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, neither one of these teams had any anything to lose, and they just went out there and just played their ass off, man. You know, uh, Justin Fields had the best game that he's had in a very, very long time. 335 yards and four touchdowns. And Cole you know? Komet the two. Cole Komet had a come on, he, he, had a, he had a Travis he had a Travis Kelsey game out there. One catch, he, one yard, one is that what you're talking about? What? You said Cole Komet, right? Yeah. He had a hell of a game. According to this, according, oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the rushing. I am so sorry. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, one rush, one yard. I I saw the name and then I looked at the statistics. I didn't even look at the category. It was like, dude had like 30 points in fantasy. I was like, you know what? You had one for one. (laughs) Seven seven receptions, 85 yards, two touchdowns on nine targets. Yeah, I was like, he had a Trevor Kelsey game. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I'm a human being. I misquote myself sometimes. (laughs) I won't apologize. Anyway. But no, all right. But how, how'd y'all overall feel about the game in total? And it's so it, was, it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, uh, right. I don't know if you guys watched the game, but the uh, the fourth down play call, man. What the hell are you doing? Just kick the damn field goal. Hey, I don't get that at all. I, I don't either. What are you yeah, doing, man? Like that didn't God. make sense. Uh, well, there was a, there was a few in in a few games this week where it was like fourth down. And like the play didn't make sense. Uh, one in particular was the in the Texans game when Kenny Pickett got injured. It was like fourth and one, and Najee Harris was starting to heat up. And they line up Kenny Pickett in shotgun with no running back, and so everybody like knew he was to. gonna. Everybody knew he was gonna pass, and he didn't. 
and took the sack, got injured. Uh, luckily for him, it was only a bone bruise, nothing major. So, yeah. So he'll definitely good. be in for the week. I'm going to say he's going to sit him and put um, Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to throw it back. Oh, he's out this week. At that point, do you? Or does it make a difference? I mean, does you can always start. Who uh, who's the third string? Mason Rudolph. Is he still old Ducky? Yeah. He's still old oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's third string. Yeah, old Ducky. He, he got bumped up from the practice squad. Now he's third string on the on the team. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it, I, mean, I, I just told you it was yeah. it was a good for it was a good win for the Broncos. Um, very needed. Yeah, yes. very much very needed. needed. Uh, the team actually looked like they, in my opinion, they looked like they were gelling together um, the way that they should, the way that you would expect a Sean Payton Russell Wilson team to to gel together. You know, one of the greatest coaches and you know one of the the, the best or better quarterbacks in the league. And, you know, up until this point, they hadn't looked like a team, but they, they really looked like a team this game. Yep. They really did. I really think, I think they did. So, uh, also, uh, I guess last on the docket, you guys want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the, because they got a big game coming up, but uh, as far as Philadelphia goes, uh, the very, very close overtime victory against the Washington Cucamonga kids. You know, how'd you guys over? How'd you guys feel about this game overall? That shouldn't have went into overtime, man. That was <laughs> yeah. I mean, Washington's From better both. when they play against the Eagles than most people give them credit, though. But does this? And I'm going to ask this question because it was posed to me: Is the Philadelphia Eagles? They're undefeated, but the, the look at the see the teams that they beat. It should should it have been this close against the Commanders? No, no. So but, does that bear the question? Is is that Philadelphia armor showing cracks now? I mean, it's well, been showing cracks all season. I yeah, think, it's go ahead, Brady. Brady. The uh, the injuries on somebody the, talk <laughs> on the the uh, the injuries in the secondary. I think maybe that's something you could point at but like it's like i'm i'm looking at it i'm like i'm not really as scared or worried about the eagles as much as i was last season you know i mean i think there's a lot more teams i'm more worried about than philly like eh, it's i mean like don't get me wrong philly's still good but like they look beatable for sure yeah I mean, yeah there are, I... there are definitely worse teams out there that we gotta worry about I mean, if we're being honest, Philadelphia looks beatable, but it, like Kansas City looks beatable too. The last, the, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl just this past year, who everyone was like, "Oh, these are the two best teams in the league," and coming into this season, they were the two best teams in the league. But nobody's scared of them anymore. It's like they figured them out, and now it's like, like who are the teams that are like the feared teams? 49ers. The 40, the 49ers. The only one is the 49ers. The yeah. 49ers. 49ers. They're, uh, yeah, and and. Possibly the Bills. Possibly the Bills. Yeah. You know? I would if say Miami's those two. If Miami's defense gets any better, that offense is still scary. I feel like the Detroit Lions I mean, is that quiet is scary. The Panthers? The Panthers. Did you say something? He's shitting on me. It's fine. Uh, 
That's 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 what they do. I try to make an argument. Roger disagrees with me. Chip agrees with Roger, and it's just a fucking thing. Chip doesn't even say anything. Oh shit! Chip I, agrees I, with you on everything. Man. Even say anything. About. I literally, I literally haven't said anything. This, this I already know what's said, gonna happen. This dude said the Panthers, and I turned around and looked at my my beautiful collection. <laughs> That's, that a, that's, that's a scary like, game. That's a scary game to go watch. No, no. <laughs> but but I mean, yeah, Kansas City and Philadelphia right now, the, people aren't scared of them anymore because they figured that they found ways to figure them out. Now, obviously, Detroit figured them out. No other team that they played has been able to do that. But who have they played? You know what I mean? Well, Chicago. Chicago ain't figuring anybody out. Chicago's horrible. But nevertheless. Um, that's it for our teams. Uh, Chip, you want to break down uh, what our records were this week before we uh, move on? Uh, yeah, uh, real quick, uh, Talon, you and Roger uh, tied for lead in the week for this week uh, at thirteen and three. Uh, Braden and I went eleven and five, and then good old Chatty Boy was in last place at ten and six. I mean, everybody About did damn have Tom. a everybody did have <laughs> a winning record. Um, but I, I did, I did add it up and, uh, for the season so far, uh, Chad is in the lead. He, uh, 41 and 23 Rogers in second at 40 and 24. Uh, Talon is in third at 38 and 26. Braden is in fourth 36 and 28. And then I am in last with 34 and 30. Um, Kind of like Chad said earlier, I do make some risky picks. Uh, I'm a an underdog lover. Uh, I, I tend to root for the underdog more than I do the the winner. Most we told of you the not. Time. We told you not but, to pick the Cardinals. You, you did. I'm just saying. Mind, mind your business. It's movement radio. It is my business. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I guess it is time for Rogers' question of the week. You play some music or something. Go ahead, All right, where are we going? Um, so the question, and this one's gonna be all running backs, Chip. So don't get confused. Running <laughs> backs. Yes. Running backs. Running, yes, running backs. backs. But name back. me the six last rookie running backs to at least have a thousand yard season. Last six running backs to have. Rookie running backs. So the rookie okay. season was a thousand yards. And while you guys are doing that, um little tidbit that's also happening is right now both uh Justin Jefferson and uh Puka are on pace to beat Calvin Johnson's single season record for yardage. Really? Yeah, they're both uh four games with uh what is it? Oh God, that was bad. Um, Justin Jefferson already has 543, and Puka has 501. So they're four games in with over 500 yards. Oh, so wow. at that pace, they're going to be able to break break it by the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, I had a distraction. What was you? What did you? What was the question again that you had? Rookie running uh, backs over a thousand yards. The last six, uh, yeah, rookie running backs with a thousand yards. Ooh. Okay. So rookie season was six with at least one dozen yards. You're talking most recent, right? Yeah. Yes. How far back? Um, twenty twenty. The last six. Uh, I think nineteen. 
Let me double check. Uh, uh, just just so I'm clear, you're not going to tell us who's right or wrong until everybody gives their their pick. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to make sure I didn't lie to you guys on the ear because. I know one with a later round pick. Let me know when you're ready. I got my six. Yeah, so it was 2020. Okay, I was, gonna say, I was like, man, I, was like, I know I felt like he was in that draft. Okay. All right, uh, let me go ahead and get this ready. All right, Chip. All right, I have uh, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Tyler Algier, and James Robinson. All right, who wants to go next? All right, I got you. All right. All right, here we go. Got Jonathan Taylor. Mm Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker. Mm Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce. Mm Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne. All right. Najee Harris. Okay. James Robinson. All right. And Talon? I I couldn't remember what year these guys were drafted, so I might only get four of these right. Um, But there's my list right there. I got Kenneth Walker III, Jonathan Mm -hmm. Taylor, Mm -hmm. James Robinson, Nick Mm -hmm. Chubb, Travis Etienne, and Josh Jacobs. I couldn't remember if Josh Jacobs balled out that rookie year or not. I see. I couldn't remember if what year he came into the league. Uh, I had him written down before Roger said the year uh, was twenty twenty, and then I got to thinking: Did he come in in nineteen or twenty? I, I can't I, remember. I always forget that these recent rookie guys actually got out. That- <laughs> Yeah. Like you said that, I immediately thought Todd Gurley, CMC, Saquon. Derrick Henry. Yep. All right. So um, Chip and Braden both got four out of five. Um, no, I'm sorry. Five out of six and Talon got four out of five. Um, I am checking one name to see which one would be the tiebreaker. Can y'all hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting here talking away, it's like y'all okay favoring me. <laughs> Always. I knew it, fucker. All right. All right. So, what's the answers? Uh, he's he's looking something up real quick. Yeah, because since Bra- both of Braden and Chip got um, a tie, I'm trying to see about a tiebreaker player. Did I get any of them right? Yeah, four to four, uh, four to six. Okay, let me guess. The ones that the ones I got wrong were Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs, right? Yep. Yeah. So technically, so it's Najee Harris, Kenneth Walker, Jonathan Taylor, Travis Etienne, Tyler Algier, and James Robinson. Algier uh, had a thousand. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I think he had. He was just under eleven hundred. God, good for him. Yeah. So. With that being said, the tiebreaker is going to go to Chip. Josh Jacobs had 
the more um, he was 2019, so he's before he was the year before he had 1,052 yards. Damian Pierce did not break a thousand yards. He had 952. Oh, now what? The hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so close. I, I knew. I knew your damn it. <laughs> I, I, I knew Pierce didn't have a thousand. I just had to make. I had to make sure because I was like, man, it's like I know he did a lot, but I was like, I gotta check because I know Josh Jacobs did, but he was the year before, so he was technically number seven on the list, and okay. Saquon was number eight on the list, so it went all the oh, way from wow. Josh Jacobs to Saquon. So there was a gap. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember that Saquon rookie year was just legit, man. Before his Achilles, before the ACL betrayed him. Right. Multiple times. Yep. Got Almost Odell Beckham time. syndrome. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you, you're right. going through it right now. <laughs> That's the point. Uh, but Talon, did you hear what I said about Justin Jefferson and uh, Puka? I did not know. They're both on pace to beat uh, Calvin Johnson's record if they both stay healthy. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, Puka Nakua, if he does it, I mean that's a rookie set. That's a rookie. Right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is probably more impressive. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, what's the rookie uh record for most receiving yards in a in a season? Does Randy Moss still have that or does Megatron have it? Uh no, definitely Megatron didn't do good his first four years. Then it's probably uh, Moss, because Moss had a killer rookie year. Why do I feel like Justin Jefferson has the Anquan Bolden? 1,377 yards. Oh, Puka Nakua is going to pass that for sure. No, I wouldn't go that far, man. Once Cooper He'll Cup... pa- huh? Yeah, he's going to have to fight for Cooper Cups. He's going to be fighting a lot of targets. Oh, it's they're going to. You don't. You you don't think they would still utilize Puka Nakua if Cooper Cup? Yeah, came but back? like he's not going to get the same workload. Yeah, you you don't tell me you're going to pass up Cooper Cup in the middle over Nakua on the side. Yeah. No, I'm definitely going with Cooper Cup, but at the same time. Who's more consistent at this current moment? And can you can you guarantee me that Cooper Cup is going to remain healthy? That's the question. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good viability track records there. But I mean, what's we may also see an injury going to Puka out of nowhere. Yeah, unfortunately, because that's how football is. Unfortunately. Yep. All right, talent. Yep. Uh, hit us with the uh, top 10 on power rankings. Top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. All right. We need to do like well, we'll an go, intro thing. Yeah. So we'll go over our uh, teams, obviously, and the Bears are the last on the list, so that should tell you one thing. That's the, not our team. I know. I just want to say <laughs> I, I, I have to throw out Thank that God. the Bears stuck, just to let you guys know. Um, so at number 28, bumping up three spots are the Denver Broncos. Let's see. <laughs> uh, I'm scrolling through here real quick. All right. At number 15, jumping up eight spots are the Houston Texans. Hell yeah. I still uh, think it's too high, but. No, nah, don't let the Patriots go. Take, the, take right the W, dude. Take it where you can get it, I, dude. I have to be skeptical. I have to be skeptical. Okay. Uh, because at any moment, that shit could just plummet. That's why you got to <laughs> enjoy it now before it does plummet. Enjoy it. Yes. It's like the stock market. You sell high. You know, yes. at number eight, the Baltimore Ravens, who are staying at number eight. Uh, well, who was 10 and nine? I'm sorry. I yeah, you skipped. You're right. At number 10, bumping up 10 spots are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Baker, baby. 
Baker, yeah, Baker baby. baby. Is that the highest? Uh, that's the jump? highest jump. That's the highest jump all season so far. Is I think it's the highest down? one. I think that's the highest. In it's the, the highest one up. It's the highest one up. Um, the highest one down was like twelve or something like that, and that was when probably the Broncos honest. dropped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, honest. yeah. Um, okay. Number nine, bumping up three spots with the Seattle Seahawks. At number eight, staying at eight is the Baltimore Ravens, like I mentioned before. At number seven, staying at seven is the Detroit Lions. At number six, dropping five spots down are the Miami Dolphins. Number five, bumping up a spot is the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, staying at four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number three, bumping up two spots to the Buffalo Bills. At number two, bumping up one spot is the Kansas City Chiefs. And number one, bumping up one spot is the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sorry. As they Kansas City has not been looked good. Kansas City does not. I would, they, they should not have gone up. They shouldn't have went up. If anything, but barely beating the Jets. Come on now. I would honestly. They beat the Jets by a field goal, right? Yeah. 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 And overtime, have, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, I don't think it was overtime. I think it was. I think it was at the end of the game. It was regular time. Yeah, regular time. Well, I mean, a lot of well, okay. Well, even even still, there there's people that saying that Kansas City was given that game, and I can't say I blame them, but. San Francisco, I agree with San Francisco, should be number one. If anything, the Bills should be at two. Um, Eagles, at least, should be at three. If you want to put the Cowboys at four. If you want to keep the char- if you want to keep the Chiefs in the top five, put them at five. Don't, you know. Like, I agree with Miami, you know, get, getting taken out of the top five. But but are, the, but are the Chiefs a top five team right now, though? Yeah. Would you take, okay, hold, okay. well, obviously, you take the Lions over the Chiefs because they beat them. Would you take the Ravens over the Chiefs? Yeah, no. I would. No. Would you take the Ravens over the Chiefs? Not right now. That no. Ravens Ravens offense not, is definitely better than the Chiefs offense right now. In yeah, my mind. Not with their not with their injuries right now. The tough thing you can't. I'm not taking. I'm not doing. I'm just not betting against my homes. That's the thing. That's it's simple as that. Would you bet? Would you? Would you? Uh, would you put the Seahawks over the Chiefs? No, no, not the Seahawks. Aren't they two and two? Go ahead. I was like, aren't they two and two? Yeah, they're two and two. What about the Buccaneers? No, no. Maybe. Yeah, I might. I might. might. The Baker, the Baker, and me saying yes. Yeah, the Browns. Would you take the Browns over the Chiefs? No, no. The Jaguars. No. 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 All right. The Chargers. No, no, I don't think so right now. Now, see, now we're getting into now we're getting into the teens, and it, it, it's you know, yeah. But yeah, there's I could think of at least f- four other teams that I would pick over the Cardinals. No, <laughs> don't don't play yourself like that. Don't do that. Don't embarrass yourself. All right, All right. <laughs> let's move on. Let's, let's move on read to Rogers trying to project to the world. Go ahead to to week five. Uh. Thursday night football, we got a game of who gives a fuck versus who gives a fuck. It's the uh, Chicago Bears versus Washington. Uh, where are you guys going? Hold, hold on, before we talk about this, Thursday, before we talk about this Thursday night, um, can we talk about how right um, we were as opposed to one of our other friends who's been mad shitting on a certain team? Talk about how a certain team is better than another team in the division and. I mean, they proved no, it wrong on Thursday. Just say his name. Just say his name. He got, he got shown. Say it with your chest. Say his name. 
I'm just saying, Chad's been talking mad shit about the Lions and how they can't beat the Packers and the Packers <laughs> are the best in that division. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Joe loves a better quarterback, right? Okay. Okay. That man was out there squirming. Every time yep. he saw Aiden Hutchinson, he was scared. And Chad, anytime you want to rebut- rebuttal, my friend, come back on the show and we'll we'll hash it out. Or you could just find Roger and beat his ass later. I don't care. But uh, Chad's not beating nobody's ass right now. I hit him in the elbow. He's... He'd be done. <laughs> literally, he's literally a one-armed man in an ass-kicking contest. Uh, but anyway, Talon, where are you going? Bears or Commanders? I don't give a damn. No, for real. You got to um... pick. <laughs> Honestly, you got to go with commanders, man. I mean, yeah, Justin Fields put up some good numbers. They actually played the best game that they've played, but I don't know. I think Washington's going to pull out the victory. So that's where I'm going to go. All right. Uh, Last Raj? week, I watched. Go ahead, Brady. <laughs> Last week, I watched uh, Sam Hell kind of got his uh, kind of got his ass kicked by the Bills. He he took it and he learned from it, man. He went into Philly. And damn near almost squeaked out a win, man. Like Sam Howell was out there dealing. I watched the that fourth quarter. And I was like, holy cow, is he really doing this? I like I was I was watching that game. I was like, are they really about to win this in Philly? But uh he's he's showing me a lot. And I think uh this Washington, uh that D line's probably gonna get to fields all nine, give him fits. So uh give me the commanders. All right. Uh Raj. Um, like I told you earlier, I'm going with the with the common doors on this one. Common doors, yes. Uh, I, I am also going with uh, the Washington football team. Uh, I, I just have zero faith in the Bears right now. I've said it. Roger and I have said it for a couple of years now. They don't have an O-line, and Justin Fields is going to be running for his life the entire game. Um, Which he has. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Washington on this. Chad's also going Washington. Um, one one thing that I want to uh, pose about the Commanders, um, there is a rumor going around that they are trying to trade away Chase Young. Um, my thing is, I don't think it's really a rumor. Rivera hasn't really liked him the last couple of seasons, saying he's been lazy and not putting effort in. Which okay. The- yeah. The current the current going price for Chase Young is one starter and one third round pick. I can see the third round pick. I can see the third That's round it. pick. I don't know if I pay that for him, man. Like he he was good early on, and then he just he, it feels like he gets hurt every single year. I think it, not only that. I also think it's that I don't think that environment is bringing out his potential. I think he needs to go to a better defensively minded team. Um. I mean, he could he could go to the Ravens, you know, you know, you know. Well, I mean, that was one of the, like that came up in the off season because like the Ravens always need pass rushers because we we can't seem to be successful finding pass rushers in terms of like getting younger guys there. I mean, we've always got proven vets, but like getting a young pass rusher and just letting them develop. And Baltimore was the main trade destination, but I just I I don't really want to pay that for him. I don't see the I don't see the starter, but I can see a third rounder. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. So um all right. So then we move on to our early Sunday game. Um this is another international game in London. 
Jaguars, who are the Suedo home team to London, versus the Bills, who are listed as the home team. Uh, where are we going? So, I think I'm going to go with the, the actual home team, the Bills, um, on this one. All right. I mean, the Jaguars haven't looked impressive the last couple of games, um, and the Bills have the Bills Bills have been stepping up since Week One more and more. Um, I mean, the, the Jaguars are good internationally for some reason. I don't know what that is. Yep. I do think it's funny that they're playing at uh, their owners' team's arch rival stadium, though. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna go. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go Bills, but I think it's gonna be close. And here's the reason why. Okay, so the Jags just played in London, correct? Mm-hmm. They're staying there too. So mm-hmm. they yeah, stayed they... in. They stayed in London, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Bills are going to London, so there's mm-hmm. that jet lag and that all that stuff. This. Does that affect their performance? Not uh, they left it. They well rested team that's already there in London. They that's, left already, that, didn't they? Either way, you're still going to have jet lag, no matter if you leave today or you leave earlier in the week. It's still jet lag. Um, but I mean, give yourself about four days to recover. We'll see. Nevertheless, I do got the Bills winning this one. I don't know if it's going to be a slaughter, but I definitely think that the Bills have a chance to. You know, kind of let people know, like, yeah, we're here now. We're back. No more fooling around. No more bullshit. We're fixing to take shit over. And the Jags gonna have to do something, or they're gonna be going back to uh, the states with a loss. So, I got Buffalo winning this game close, but I think I, I got them winning. All right, uh, Braden, where are you going? I think it's gonna be tough losing uh, Tre'Davious White for the year for the Bills. We're definitely gonna see that secondary and their depth tested in this one against. Uh, the explosive Jags offense, but something to note is uh, Von Miller actually comes back this week. So Von Miller actually says, "Fuck you, jet lag. I'm getting this. I'm getting this win. So uh, give me, give me the Bills. Hitting <laughs> with the Bing Bong. Fuck your life. <laughs> um, I'm also going with the Bills. Uh, the, the Jaguars. They are going to be a little more rested. Uh, and they do play well internationally for whatever reason. Um, but I just don't think they have the ability to withstand what Buffalo is going to throw at them. So I'm going Bills. Uh, Chad's also going Bills. So I mean, is their defense really strong enough to compete against them right now? Their defense wasn't strong enough to to compete against the uh, the Texans, so... I don't think that their defense is strong enough to compete against the Bills. But Texans are dynamic. Yes, they are. Play football team right there. Speaking of the Texans, <laughs> next up we have the Texans versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is going to be in Atlanta. Talon, where are you going? Okay. I got it very, very close, but I got Houston winning it. I believe Houston is on the rise. 
Um, I'm not going to say that they're going to be world beaters, but I am going to say that they are doing far better. And Atlanta's, Atlanta is coming off of a pretty bad loss to Jacksonville overseas. Um, do I think that it's going to be, like what I said before, do I think it's going to be a, a blowout game? I don't think so. I think it's going to be very close. Atlanta does have the home field advantage, and they do got B. John Robinson running it upfield. But I feel like the Texans' offense is coming together, and their defense, you know, three sacks last week, you know, been putting a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks. I feel like the Texans are starting to hit a stride, a stride that I don't think any of us saw coming. And I think because they hit they hit the stride at the right moment to where people weren't suspecting it, and it's going to catch people off guard. And I think Atlanta will probably be shut up a unfortunate victim of this uh, rise. So I'm going to go with the Texans to win this game. All right. Uh, Roger. Uh, I want to go Texans. Yeah, I want to go Texans. Um, the Texans beat the Jaguars and Jaguars handled the Falcons. Um, and uh, Texas have really gotten better since they played the Jaguars. And I know the Falcons are sort of clicking on offense, but I don't think they're already at that pace that where the Texans are together. No, Braden. The uh, the Houston Texans and the uh, the Atlanta Bijan Robinsons should be a uh, should be a good game. Uh, <laughs> you you forgot a name? You forgot a name out there? Cal Pitts. The Cal Pitters. <laughs> the pity. The Pitts. The Pitters. The Pitts. Uh, but no, uh, I actually like uh, Houston in this spot. Uh, their uh their offensive line was doing i was worried last week against uh the steelers and tj watt with uh their makeshift offensive line but like dude they were killing they didn't even let cj stroud get touched in that game and now you know you're getting guys back with uh laramie tunsil and a lot of other key pieces on that offensive line and being probably fully healthy this week and uh i know going into the season i had a lot more faith in desmond ritter but dude watching that watching that london game my god like I felt bad for the kids that woke up at woke up at nine a.m. to watch that. But uh, this is football, mommy. Yeah. What, is, what kind of bullshit is this? Boy, where's the fucking rugby? <laughs> but dude, uh, just gonna go with uh, the Texans. They're the hot team in this yeah. matchup, and uh, just gonna go with just gonna go with that one. Like them a lot more. If they bench Desmond Ritter and go with and go with that makes it interesting. Uh, Taylor yeah, go with Taylor Heineke. Is it Taylor oh, Heineke? Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah, it's Heineke. Yeah, if if they go with Heineke, that might be a game changer. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. it if could be. Using, You're right. If you start using Kyle Pitts and Drake London the right way, that can be an awesome offense. But you know, we we never see it year after year. They never they never do it. So I just yeah. can't trust. It. Uh, Chad is going Texans. Uh on this one uh i'm also gonna go texans and contrary to what talent said earlier i don't think it's a close game i'm Bijan's gonna get his touches and he's probably gonna get a couple of touchdowns but if you look at what the the texans did against the steelers uh and i think the steelers are a little bit better of a team than the falcons overall um i, I think the tech texans handle the falcons pretty handedly on this Bijan Robinson himself will make this a game. That's why I have it so close is because of Bijan. I don't know. The Texas defense may be able to stuffle him, stifle him yeah. a little bit. I mean, they, they, they they're not going to be able Nod- to stop him, but <laughs> no, but they, they did stuff Najee Harris. Najee's so. up and down. But though. what's Najee? 
that's the thing. Everybody shows this praise for Najee Harris, but Najee Harris has not been this breakout player. Like he's had maybe one, two, maybe three games where he's had like this massive, big ass 100 yard, two touchdown game. We haven't seen a whole lot from Najee Harris like we thought we were going to. Because uh, he showed his potential stuff. that rookie year. Yeah. Have the juice anymore, uh, we also so, stuff. What, Braden? He doesn't have the juice anymore. Like you watch him and Jalen Warren, and like Jalen Warren's just pop he's got that bang out of the backfield but like yep dodgy gets the ball and he's like eh, maybe yeah i decide to run today but no uh the yeah. texans also stuffed travis etn um they they held lamar jackson to uh very few rushing rushing yards i mean the the texas defense is the real deal that's that's the thing i'm not saying that they're gonna be able to stop Bijan, but they're gonna hold him closer than he's been held this season i think so it's so so the texans winning this game isn't necessarily predicated on what Bijan can do it's what it's the absence of what a desmond ritter led offense can do correct all right yeah and i mean not only that the falcons defense is not that good there it's really not they have a very weak secondary now the texans are going to expose that Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. yard passing game incoming. How much? Three, three twenty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's going to be an easy three hundred, I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna prices right you. So. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna go three twenty. I'm gonna take the under. <laughs> I'm fit. I'm up with you. <laughs> uh, real quick, something I, for, I forgot to do. Um, when we were going over the games uh, that I normally do, the uh, the over under and the and the, and the yes the yeah yes uh, so for anybody um, for any of our friends that like to uh, place bets yes is good uh, go, going place. do what, what? I like the spread is three uh, uh, well I, I'm going to go back to uh, the Thursday night football game Bears Commanders the uh, Commanders are actually a five and a half point favorite with the over and under being 44. Ooh. Okay. Um, let's see. Jags, Bills. Buffalo is only a five and a half point favorite with the over under being 48 and a half. Hmm. I'll take the over on both yeah. of those. Uh, and and uh, just so everybody knows, these odds are coming from Caesars Sportsbook, so... Yes. There's that. Uh, the Texans-Falcons game, the Texan, actually, Atlanta is a two-point favorite with the over-under being 41 and a half. I don't see how. They're, they're smoking dope on that one. Hammer that Texans money line. Man. <laughs> I'm, I was like, I <laughs> might actually bet on this one legitimately. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm currently If I bet a dollar, how much will I make back? <laughs> one dollar. You'll make one dollar. Currently, I'm currently $2. looking for tickets for this game for Sunday, so. It's $28 minimum. Yep. The chief, the super high nosebleeds. Yep. Uh so next next up is the Panthers and Lions. This is in Detroit. Uh where are we going? I'm going Detroit. Lions. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, because here's the thing. You knew Carolina was gonna struggle, and now you're up against a team that's all that's on the rise who wants it more. It's 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 the Lions. The Lions are just there. Yeah, Bryce Young is going to have 
Aiden Hutchinson in his face the whole game. It's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be fun to watch. So, <laughs> Braden? Yeah, it's it's clear, pretty clear cut and dry on this one. It's uh, it's going to be Detroit at home. Yeah, I don't I don't trust Bryce Young as far as I can throw him going up going up against that uh Lions defense. It's going to be tough for him. So uh, going to go Detroit. So hold on, instead of doing the regular betting line on this. Let's do the over-under of how many sacks Aiden Hutchinson is going to get. I say oh, four. I say four. four. I don't know about four. I'm going to take the under on that one, but I'm, I don't know about four. Maybe at, bare minimum two. I'll take, bare minimum two. I'll, ta- I'll take the line. I'll take the line at four. You'll take four? I'll take one. I'll take one. two. One. I got two. Oof. Why? Uh, okay, Brady, Unless they double-team him. Me. <laughs> in, in, enlighten me. Why only one? Because you know damn well that they're going to be holding that man, and it's it's it's, it's pretty hard to get home when they're holding you. So well, he's, okay. he's done. Yeah, it. He's done it. Multiple, multiple, they've I'll, had I'll two a lot harder than you think. They've held two. Tev, you've had two people hold Aaron Donald, and he still got to the quarterback. Aaron Donald's like eighty pounds heavier than Hutchinson. Yeah, but but don't it don't matter. Hutchinson's more agile. He can get to the quarterback quicker. No. Uh I mean, yeah, I can see that, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, see. I, I, I'll, I'll take the line. Uh, so Chad is also going Lions, although he should go Panthers since he's a Lions hater. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I'm going to go Lions as well. The, um, the, the the line on this is Detroit at nine and a half with the over under at forty five. Hmm. I expected that total to be a lot lower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the Titans versus the Colts. Hey, uh, one second on that uh, that last game. Uh, Jameson yes. Williams back this week. Really? Mm-hmm. He comes back. Uh, I don't know how much of an impact he'll make, but uh, he's going to be back in the lineup. So. Well, Dan Campbell yeah. said he doesn't know if he's actually going to play him. True. No. True. True. But that uh, that gives you another weapon in that offense, man. That's going to be pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Well, hell, it's not like Detroit doesn't have like four different wide receivers that they that can make plays that they can throw to. Do you still have St. Brown, Reynolds, uh, Sam Laporta, man. Raymond? Yeah, like I mean, there's a, pl- a plethora of receivers that can make plays. So it's I think it'd be about more fitting him into what's already to what they already have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Go ahead, Chip. Uh, uh, so, so the next game up is Titans versus Colts. This is in Indianapolis. Uh, where are we going? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know where to go because both of these teams have been up and down all year. This is um, one of the hardest games to pick. Yeah, yeah they're the, they're both the, sitting at two and two. Uh, I'll give you the 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 line real quick. The line is even with the over under being at forty two and a half. So this ooh. is this is truly a pick 'em. Yeah. Um, I mean, Titans looked good this past week. The Colts struggled. The Colts, yeah, the Colts struggled. They got the win, but they struggled. The Titans got the win, but they looked a whole lot more impressive. It's in Indianapolis, so that plays a factor. I'm against my better judgment, and it is a pick but I am going to lean more toward Tennessee in this one. I think Tennessee might pull away with the victory. Close, but I think they'll pull away with it. Okay. Uh, Braden? You know, 
as the season goes along, I'm really starting to see myself become more of a uh, an Anthony Richardson fan. I see myself pulling for him, and I watch him play. I'm like, holy cow, man! Like a lot of the the draft analysts, a lot of these guys just shit on him, and he's he's proving a lot of people wrong. Like, dude's coming out slinging the ball, and like I watched him last week against the Rams, and like he came out in that second half and he was dealing. Like, dude was just making play after play and brought him back. I think it was, I want to say the score was twenty three to eight, and he just. He came back against a good Rams team, and uh, that was a really fun game to watch. And it was just it's just fun watching him play football. And I'm not saying he does come back and play this week. He has the opportunity. But a backfield with Jonathan Taylor and uh, Anthony Richardson should be really, really cool to watch. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I don't expect him to get a full workload because uh, he obviously missed training camp and a lot of that, so it will be a slow ramp-up period for him. But... Uh, it will be a low-scoring, grinded-out kind of game for uh, this AFC South matchup. So, I do want to go with uh, the Colts here. Go with a little bit of an underdog. All right. Um, Chad has also picked the Colts on this one. Um, I I as well picked the Colts. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I like this Anthony Richardson kid. I... Uh, don't understand why all the analysts and everything were shitting on him uh, other than the fact that there was like almost no tape on him. But I think that's one of the things that makes for a, a, a better NFL quarterback, because then you can't really scheme for what he's going to do um, per se. So I'm going Colts here. Um so I already gave the odds there. Uh, next up, we're going to go Giants versus Dolphins. Um, Talon? I hope Dolphins win. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I am going to go with the Dolphins in this one. Wait, is it at home or is it? it it's it's yes, in Miami. <clears throat> okay, yeah, then Dolphins at home. I got Dolphins at home in this one. The Giants have played somewhat good on the They played better on the road than they played at home. They've allowed over 60 points to three at, 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 at uh, MetLife. So, but being on the road, they actually handled, you know, the Cardinals. Then they had to come back against the Cardinals. Um, but, you know, I think Miami realizes, okay, we had to get punched in the mouth to realize, you know, you know, we're going to have to fight, you know, for our spot in the AFC. So fuck it. You know, let's just keep going, get back to what it does. And against a team with a worse defense than, Buffalo, I think Miami will, you know, have a way better game than what they had this past week. So I'm gonna go with Miami. All right, Braden. Uh, pick your pick your score of how many points Miami want, wants to score in this one. <laughs> I mean, that's uh that's gonna be pretty pretty rough. But uh, I don't I don't know if Saquon will be back in this one. But uh, he's not listed to come back yet. No, he's not listed. If somehow. Uh, if somehow the Giants can get lucky and at least get Andrew Thomas back on the offensive line, I think that'll help at least some. But still not even scoring a single touchdown last night in the Monday night football game. Good Lord, man. It's just it's just rough watching this team play. Like, I have no faith in them whatsoever. So you got to go with a hot team at home here in Miami with a, a steaming hot offense. Yeah. Uh Roger? I'm going with Miami. That I mean, the, unfortunately, the the Giants are not the Giants of last season. Don't know what's going on there, but they're playing like straight trash. Yes, and Dolphins yeah. actually know how to score points. So, yep. 
uh chad is also going dolphins and so am i uh i don't think the dolphins struggle at, at all during this game uh i mean the giants are no bills so they're like Braden said I'll it's like how how much do the dolphins want to score in this game are they going to try to run it up like they did with the broncos or you know are they going to keep it respectable and just win i think they'll put up a fight I think the mm-hmm. Giants could put up a fight, you know. You oh, know, they're, they're going to be doing good, and then the first quarter is going to start, and then we just mollywop them. No, without, you know, but without Saquon, this team does not get a rhythm for Daniel Jones to do anything. No. Yeah. I, I found – I looked this stat up earlier. Like, he's – Daniel Jones, when he plays with uh, Saquon Barkley, his winning percentage is at like 78%. Yeah. When he plays without Saquon Barkley, it's like 29%. That's the I'm man like, who wow. should have got the contract. Exactly. But they, they're they uh, not going to pay running backs what they're worth. They, they're not going to do it. Though. I mean, like, it's it really is. No, I agree. Like, the, the, a difference that is, it's just, it's mind-boggling. It's It really yeah. is. Yep. You've got a guy in the backfield now with Matt Breida who hasn't eclipsed 40 yards in the past two seasons. And it makes a damn difference, man. It's just, it's it's sad. It really is. Well, I mean, if you don't have a good running back, then teams know all you're going to do is pass, and they can scheme for that, and they're just going to play man coverage, and, you know, you just hope that your receiver can beat that defender. Yeah, but then you look at somebody like a Jonathan Taylor, and Jonathan Taylor, 24 years old, you know, still in good, healthy condition, regardless of what, Jim Ursay said about him that the, the whole ankle injury thing or whatever it was a fucking PR play for leverage and shit like that, you know. Which also doesn't make any sense because it's like, hey, he's like, hey, trade me. You you're not going to pay me. Trade me. Oh yeah, okay, we'll trade you, but we're not going to trade you for anything more than a first round pick. Okay, so wait a minute. You don't want to pay this guy as like a star player, but you want star player compensation for him. That's Do because you they see know the he's hypocrisy in this, though. They know he's a star player. They don't want to waste money. regardless of the reasons why they don't want to do it that's just basically basically so is he sitting is jonathan taylor still sitting out he says he is he could come back this week it's if he wants to i think he he paid for this season he has to play at least one game so if he plays this one game it's it's just a roll of dice of like how he wants to play cat and mouse here yeah. Uh so the uh the the line on this is Miami uh 11 point favorite and the over under is 50. So uh yeah, next up Miami we're going to go that by himself. Do what? I think Miami's going to hit them that by themselves. They they very well could. I didn't hear the line. What was it again? I'm sorry. Miami's an eleven point favorite with uh the over under being fifty. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we'll hit exactly that, but okay. <laughs> so uh next up we got Saints versus Patriots, and this is in New England. Uh Talon, where are you going? Um hmm. is David Carr gonna be back in this game? He should be back. He played last game. Okay. Uh, either way, I got the Saints winning. The Patriots have not been playing up to par the way they were supposed to be playing. Um, I mean, it. 
the Patriots, I mean, we all kind of knew that the Patriots were going to have a down year, but I weren't expecting them to be this bad offensively. So, but the, the Saints have actually been way better than some people thought they were going to be. Um, so, so I'm going to go with the Saints to win on this one. All right. Uh, Braden? Uh, this one's – it's not as tough as I thought it would be to pick. Uh, I put a lot of stock in the, the Patriots defense last week, being able to get to Dak, but we saw how well that went. Uh, yeah. but Perfectly well. I just don't think that Belichick, Belichick has a, a good grasp on this team right now. I don't, I don't know what's wrong. You bench Mac Jones in the fourth. You're, you take the worst loss of your career. I just I don't know what's happening in New England right now, and you you take your best player arguably on the team out in uh, Matthew Judon, he's not playing this game, and then you're going up against a stout Saints defense, and then you're going to have to stop all the uh, the pass catchers, not to mention Alvin Kamara on the the Saints offense. I don't really care that's in Foxborough. I've, I've got the I've got the Saints winning this one. Right. He's losing his mind. Uh, now uh, the. I will say that that um, they have said that Mac Jones is still QB one and is going to start this game. Allegedly. Who's the, who 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 who's the backup? Zappy. Oh, so Zappy. they yeah, so they resigned Zappy. That's yeah, them before. Hey, the he was just on the practice squad. It was just they had to make some moves with the roster and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also going Saints on this. Uh, however, Chad's going to go with the Patriots here. Uh, I think that's a, a, a bold, bold move. But uh, the stat line, New England is actually a one and a half point favorite with the over under being 40. So nah, can mm-hmm. that's going to be a nasty game. I, mean, I can see both teams scoring at least 20. Yeah, yeah I can too. That's about it. Cause I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on. We have the Ravens versus the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Talon, where are you going? Ravens. That, okay. <laughs> I mean, the defense is going to eat them alive. You know, even with the injuries and stuff, they're still going to eat them alive. I don't see Kenny. Kenny Pickett may not make it to the end of the game, to be honest with you. Um, and the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh offense, you know, the Pittsburgh defense, other than J.J. Watt, I'm sorry, T.J. Watt. Why the fuck do I keep saying J.J.? Other than T.J. Watt, which, who, by the way, is the AFC Defensive Player of the Month, by the way, so shout out to him. Um, you know, I feel like the, de- the, the defensive line is almost all they have. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, they still have Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but what? But what's his what's his contribution been? Like, he's has he been really heavily contributing? You know, Up like that's that something... T- up until the Texans game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and you know, the Ravens, especially with Lamar Jackson, mean, especially with Lamar Jackson doing his thing and the, the the offense is coming together in some good ways. But at the same time, I gotta remember this is Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and they hate each other. So it's gonna be a knockdown drag out fight. But I think Baltimore's still gonna pull away with the victory. All right. Uh Braden. Uh this one would be a lot harder to pick in previous years, but this rival rivalry probably just isn't the same as it used to be. Uh, I'm going to look at my crystal ball here. Honestly, I don't see Kenny Pickett playing this week. Uh, 
I do think that they'll probably go with Mitchell Trubisky to play this one. Yeah. And watching that man play the Ravens defense last year, holy, <laughs> woo! <laughs> I mean, it was it was tough to watch. Well, I mean, it wasn't tough to watch for me, but it was uh, it was great to watch. <laughs> but, right. Uh, this this defense is clicking, man. Roquan and Patrick Queen is that's a. Our, I hope they are in Baltimore together for a long time. That's that defense is awesome, and uh, the uh, who is it? The Steelers' offense is very, very stagnant right now, and I just don't see them moving the ball whatsoever. So, uh, gonna go with the Ravens in this one. I like not the Homer pick. That's just I really like them in that matchup. Even though that they've low key been Lamar's kryptonite in his earlier years, I think that uh, he gets to him in Pittsburgh. Um, Chad is going Ravens here. I'm also going Ravens. Um. After what the Steelers have done the last two weeks, um, I just don't see them bouncing back, especially against this Ravens uh, defense or the, this Ravens team, period. We'll see who so, gets okay. We got to shift around. <laughs> right. Okay, so with that being said, especially with the conversation we had earlier in the show, if the Pittsburgh Steelers put out more just – bad bad offensive play do we see matt canada terminated or are they going to really ride this whole horrible experiment out to the end of the season end of the season, end yeah, I, of think season. I think they're gonna wait till the end of the season but they're definitely gonna start talking to people before the end of the season yep i i don't know i i, I don't know i'm maybe i'm one of the guys like the shit ain't working cut bait you know well, okay so i'll pose this question to you real quick when is the go. last time when is the last time you seen an offensive coordinator lose his job midseason? I don't you think I've ever seen an offensive player. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen an off, a coordinator lose their job. I've That's, always seen the head they, they pull head coaches all the time. They and then yeah. normally an offensive or defensive coordinator will step up into the interim spot. Exactly. But, so I feel like we've uh, seen a coordinator recently lose his job. I'm trying to think. Well, didn't wasn't it, wasn't it the Raiders? Didn't one of the Raiders? Uh, no, no, no. He stepped up. Never mind. I, I think it was about. the I think it was the Jets one, wasn't it? During the trip. Hang on a second. Let me look this up for just a second. While I'm looking that up, uh, can go ahead and go with the next game. Well, uh, real quick, Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite with the over under at only thirty eight. I'm also going to go with the Ravens for this one. Uh, I thought I asked you already. I'm not, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Screw that guy. <laughs> no, I mean, not you have pretty much, pretty much raised the points that I had. The, the Steelers being non-existent pretty much offensively. Um, their defense is really the only thing there, but they're not even as strong as they used to be, and the Ravens are clicking even with the injuries. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so with that we'll move on to the next game and it's um Cincinnati Bengals versus the Arizona Cardinals um Talon where uh where are you going you said the Bengals and the Cardinals Bengals and Cardinals okay one second I mean look okay so that wasn't okay so that okay so this was at the end the last offensive coordinator Okay, it's showing. The only thing that's showing me is Byron Leftwich getting fired, 
after four seasons, and that was in January of this year. But the Buccaneers were already out of playoff contention by the time this happened. So, okay. So it wasn't during the season, but they it says here that the team made the decision to fire um, Leftwich after the season, even though they let him know in week 13 that he will be relieved of his duties at the end of the season. So... Yeah, so so he was made aware that he was going to be losing his job, but they did they let him finish the job. So okay, there you go. Um, okay, I'm right. sorry. What what was the game? What was the game that you just said again? The Cardinals and who? Bengals. Bengals. Call me crazy, but I'm going Cardinals. The Bengals have not been playing good. The Bengals over the last several games have not been up to par. Um, they try. I mean, I'll give them credit. I'll give them the A for effort. And the Cardinals just look different with Joshua Dobbs at the helm. They have been doing an unbelievable job. It's almost like it's like he was the missing piece that come together. And people was like, "Oh, it's Josh Dobbs." You know, he's not he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not you know Joe Burrow. He's not this guy. He's not that guy. He doesn't need to be those guys. He just needs to be the guy that's best fit for that system. And he has done an amazing job. Um, on the flip side, just. The Bengals, even I seriously think that Joe Burrow is more hurt than people are saying that he is. You can tell by the way he, you know, plants his foot. You can tell by the way he runs or the way he plays. Something else is going on with him that we're that they're not telling us. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's just a, you know, because you have you have to list him as if he is injured. You have to they 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 by rule they have to list him as somewhat injured. Correct? If he is suffering from an injury, they could put questionable. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's I, I guess or that's day the, to day does totally. Well, that, well, so that's the catch twenty two, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, surprisingly, man, I'm going to go with Arizona I, for whatever reason. I think Arizona is going to pull off the victory in this one. All right, Braden. Hold on, hold on. So okay. 2018, last time a offensive coordinator was fired mid season, and it was even mid season. It was early in the season, um, and it was when the uh, shoot, I just had it. Um, the Cardinals fired off the quarter Mike McCoy in October. Okay. Hmm. Do you remember who that guy is? No. So I mean, it's been five years. So you know, been so a good, so, good so it can time. happen. I'm saying it can happen. I mean, uh, if it's going to happen, are, it's got to be this month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it has are, to be are, this month, right? Are, are Are you advocating for this guy to lose his job? I'm not advocating for anybody to lose his job. I'm just advocating for them to do better or what other alternative do you have? You I'm, not, I'm not advocating for him losing his job either. Just make him go back to being like an assistant and have somebody else step up in a position. Uh, absolutely. Because he's he's like Tyson. He's not doing the job. No. no. He's, he's, losing, he's losing the job. Yeah. By his own, by his own admission, he's losing the job. When you sit there and you tell them, you, you tell CBS Sports that your own team cannot come back from being down. What do you say to that? Like, what is your response? If you're Mike Tomlin, do you not sit there and say, "Why the fuck did you say that in public?" That shit you keep in house. What you doing talking to them about shit that you ain't even got to worry about? This is my job to talk. We know we suck. You don't tell them that. <laughs> you know, Mike. You know, Mike Tomlin walked into his uh, talk, called him into the office. He had his feet on the desk and he was showing black Air Forces. He's like, next time time you speak, he's going down. Did he walk in with George Pickens? (laughs) NFL young boy? 
No, 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 no. Everybody black air forces at the beginning of the season. I, like I, I remember ago? that. I remember. I remember. We what he probably did. What he what he probably did was uh walked in there and had Mason Rudolph stand there. It's like Mason's holding a helmet. I mean, like, yeah, he learned this from his buddy Miles. Uh, so here's what's gonna happen if you <laughs> get into. <laughs> Yep. All right. I'm sorry, Chip. Go ahead. All right, Braden. Uh, <laughs> Bengals and Cardinals. Football. So, Football. Uh, I'm on the same wavelength as you, man. Like, uh, I put the Cardinals somehow. They they end up on the left corner of my TV every every Sunday. I don't know how, but they end up down there. You know how? TV won't won't let me change it. Well, <laughs> I am forced to watch the Cardinals play football every Sunday. And forced. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you, man. Like, this is a scrappy football team. Like, they're just – they're not – okay, they're not very good. They just <laughs> play so damn hard, man. They just played so damn hard. Are you trying got, to convince us spirit. or are you trying to convince yourself? Yeah, are you, you convince you And uh, this this football team, they, they come out and they start fast. That's exactly what they did to the Giants. Didn't finish off that win. And they did the same thing – they did the same thing to the Cowboys. They uh, they obviously got that win in uh, dominant fashion. But when it comes to this one, Cardinals are at home, and then you've got a a struggling, I mean struggling Bengals team. Uh, T. Higgins will probably be out in this one with uh, a rib injury. And then I do agree with you. I think uh, Joe Burrow is probably still hurt. And I think a lot of these players know what they're talking about. Jamar Chase came out and said, hey, we probably need to sit Joe Burrow the first couple of weeks of the season. He knew what the fuck was up. Like he he knows his quarterback, and uh, I think he was definitely right on that one. We uh, we don't see what makes Joe Burrow so great is the play creation, the pocket, and making things happen. And he is so stagnant and is just a statue in the pocket right now, and just can't make anything happen. There is no throws beyond twenty yards down the field. I was texting my uh, my father in law the other night, watching them play the Rams. I'm like. I don't think that he's pushed the ball 20 yards down the field a single time. Everything's been so underneath, and you you can't win games like that. So uh, I like the Cardinals. Um, yeah, Raj. Um, I'm going to go Cardinals as well. I don't think the Bengals are doing it this season. Um, we talk about it all the time, like why risk your quarterback instead of like trying to get him healthy early on in the season? Yeah, you want to win games early on. But it's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You can you have seventeen games. You can you can lose four. It's okay. You don't have to have him in every single time. If he's hurt, don't put him in. And hell, hell, depending on what division you're in, you could lose seven or eight and probably still make it. Yeah. And he's got to be about. He's got to be five hundred above. Yep. Yep. And be number one in your division. You got a playoff berth. Um. So, uh, Chad is actually going to go Bengals here. Loser. Uh, I hope they get destroyed. <laughs> um, against my better judgment, I'm going Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, he did it. No, <laughs> get off. No, get off. You're yeah, what, get what are you doing? Get out of here. Go to another team. He did it. No, we yes. don't want him to do it this week, though. It's like the Simpsons thing. He said it. He I fully it. came on the show fully expecting to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the only one to pick the Cardinals. I'm going to be the... The lone wolf gonna be so cool picking the Cardinals. No, no. Uh, I, I just I, against my better judgment, the Cardinals, like like Braden said, they they are scrappy. They're not good, but they're scrappy and they're they're fighting and scratching and clawing 
and and they're actually trying to win games when everybody said that they were you know visibly tanking they might be tanking but i don't know if it's visibly um, it's not a full I'm tank not even, i'm, I'm not even i'm not even sure that they're i'm not even sure they are because the whole purpose of tanking is to get the in this particular situation, the whole purpose of tanking is to make sure you get the player that you want in the upcoming draft, which everyone and their mama is saying is going to be Caleb Williams. However, with the acquisition of Josh Dobbs and with them playing like what we talked about, very scrappy football, very down to earth, bare bones, you know, just kick ass football. At some point, maybe they're like, you know what? We got something here. Let's let's explore that and see what happens. Then we would have no need for this uh first you know first four or five you know picks we we got the quarterback that we need you know and then <laughs> you let the first round pick go to fucking the bears or the panthers or whoever else is going to be in the low tier of the of the of the of the rankings at that point you know um so speaking of caleb williams real quick before we move on to the the next one um there are people advocating right now that the Steelers should trade away Kenny Pickett, three first rounders, and TJ Watt to get Caleb Williams. That's way too much. Um, so way Caleb Williams, much. Caleb Williams actually said, depending on who has the first uh first overall pick, it will decide whether or not he actually goes into the league. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. I, I don't blame him at all I'm, for doing that. I'm not I'm not going to the fucking Bears. I'm not going to the Bears. <laughs> not going to the Cardinals. No. It's that it's that scene from Billy Madison. Adam Sandler is Justin Fields. He's like, stay here as long as you can. Run in the Yes, I haven't um, watched that movie in so long. Jesus Christ, I got to. So Cincinnati is actually a three point favorite with the over under on this game being forty four and a half. So I don't see. I know. I don't. I don't see how. But okay. Wait, what? I don't see how yeah. they're the favorite in this. But all right. Again, these these betting odds are coming from Caesars Sportsbook. I still don't understand it. I still don't understand. I still don't understand it. Like it's Chip Sportsbook. Yes. Uh, so moving on, um, Eagles versus the Rams, and this is in L.A. That's where the Rams play still, right? Inglewood. Inglewood. Yes. Okay. SoFi Stadium. Uh, yeah. Uh, Talon, where are you going? Eagles or Rams? I'm going to, uh, oh. <laughs> now you got me thinking. He, he was quick on that. I'm going to eat. Oh, hold on. Maybe not. <laughs> right. no. What do you, what no. do you have to think about? Well, well, hear me out because, I mean, obviously, the Rams are going to get tape on the Eagles and see what they did. If the Commanders almost beat them, the Rams have somewhat of a chance. Not a good chance, but a chance nonetheless. I no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going okay, to. So, so you there. want I'm the Rams? Eagles. No, I want the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles. However, it will not surprise me if the Rams pull out an upset. But I am going to pick the Eagles to win. All right, Braden. I love this game. Love this game so much. <laughs> game of the week. Call uh, it now. Game of the week. No. You got Cooper Cup coming back. You got a. Uh, Allegedly. You got a Rams team that's playing good. No one expected them to play good. And uh, you got the Eagles that are low-key, you know, 
we don't know what they are right now. Like they're they're not the giant that we thought they were. Uh, this one's, are who we this one's uh, not in Philly, so that makes it a little bit more even. This is a even playing field. With that being said, I'll go Philadelphia. <laughs> as much as I, I, I low key want to pick the underdog in the Rams, like the, uh, I think the the injury that Matt Stafford sustained at the end of that game is probably going to linger just a tad bit, and uh, that Eagles D line is probably going to get after him. Give me uh, do they uh, do they start Stafford? Yeah, yeah, I think okay he'll play. I don't know exactly what the injury is. I might have to look into that more, but uh, being 107 year old. Yeah, he's not that old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shit, he's in his 40s, isn't he? Why do you? No, he's not no. that old. He's not that old. No. I don't he's think. He's place since 1999. I don't know. Is he not? More like old? 2009, actually. He started in early 2000s, didn't he? He was drafted number one overall in the 2009 draft. So. 12 years? 13 years? 14 years? And he's in his years. 20s? So, yeah, I'm sorry. Mid to late 30s. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Matthew Stafford is 35. Yeah. He's younger than me and Chip. What are you talking about? But you ain't playing football. That's yeah, I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm damn sure he's playing football. <laughs> oh. um, who yeah, is, 2009. Yeah. That was the who draft. Who was even the backup there in? Uh, Stetson, Stetson Bennett. Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Yo, boy. No, no, he's not. They pulled him from the roster. Why? Drinking problems. He has he has an alcohol oh, yeah. addiction. They, they told yes. him he had to go to rehab. Yep, that's right. Yeah, he, I, he, I, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, uh, I actually it's, this it's Brett Ripon. Uh, Ripon. Um, he was the backup for uh, Drew Locke uh, to Broncos a couple years ago. He was the one that actually won us a game, and then we sat him down for Drew Locke again when Drew Locke came back. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. I don't uh, know who he is because he won us a game. <laughs> oh. Hell, Brock Osweiler won you a game. Uh, you can you can have him again. I don't want him. I don't want I don't I don't I, 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 don't, I don't want I don't oh, want Giraffe oh. Man. Did he Thank play for all of our teams? You yes. always like had Brock Osweiler, man. Did yeah. you not play for the Lobster. Ravens? No, Lobster I'm, hands. you three. All three of y'all yeah. have bro, I thought he played for all our teams. Oh, hell no. Lob, lobster hands, <laughs> lobster giraffe man. neck. Um, what, what was it? Was a, a, a Broncosaurus is what was another name that he had. Y'all remember that like big a, ass He's got like a five-foot neck. Huh? What? Y'all remember that big-ass contract he got? From Houston. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and then they built his ass. They benched his ass for Tom Savage. Hell yeah. The Savage. Tom Sa- yeah, then Tom Savage uh, gets concussed in the game. And they say, oh, it's okay. Just go back out there. It's fine. <laughs> you mean The Savage. The Savage, yeah. Yeah. Hey, b- better than Nathan Peterman, I guess, right? <laughs> better than Brock Osweiler. That's right. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> no. um, That's so- number one. Tyrod Taylor got bitch- benched for Nathan Peterman in, the, in, in five passes. He threw three interceptions. And then they told Tyrod, "You want to go back in?" That he said, "I'm good." I would have said <laughs> the same thing. I would have told him to suck my dick from the back. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so I don't know what uh, that about. <laughs> I, I'm I'm also going Eagles here, uh, but I think this is going to be a pretty close game. Um, in uh, like Talon said earlier, it wouldn't shock me if the Rams pull off the victory. Uh, but I think it's going to be if 
either which way it's going to be like a field goal game that close whoever wins uh but i'm going eagles and then obviously chad's going eagles here um i am as well going eagles sir i you try to no. skip me for some reason. No, Get out of here, Panther lover. You can't. <laughs> you're, you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to talk again until the next game. I don't think I've even picked the Panthers all this season. Have I? <laughs> I don't think no. I don't think any of I, us I was, have. To be honest. So ironically, I thought Braden enough, did. Did you? <laughs> did you pick uh, the Panthers once? I think I did. Okay, I think Damn. I did. Damn. Um, let's see, real quick. Uh, was, yeah, it, I it picked was the, the Falcons. So it was a pick. I picked, uh, and so did you, Roger. When uh, week <laughs> one <laughs> against the Falcons? Against the, week one against the Falcons. Okay, picked the oh, Panthers. Okay. Um, Shame. and then I stick my still. Literally, <laughs> nobody's picked them since. It, no, no. Uh, let's see. Nah. Nope. <sighs> Nope. No. Nobody's picked them since. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> we picked them no. first game. No. And that's no. that's all it took. Yep. That's all it took. Uh, yep. So so Philly's a four and a half point favorite in this game with the over under being at fifty and a half. Not shocked at all. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Uh, so next up we have the Jets. Versus the Broncos. Yes, my ass, Roger. Um, <laughs> not uh, to be on, not to be honest with you, like both teams are not playing up to par. Obviously, I trust Russell Wilson more than I trust Zach Wilson. Um, a Wilson is going to win. A Wilson is going to win. Yes. Um, it's just what color jersey will it be? Green or orange? Um, God, I think we're this, wearing white. Let, let me think. Y'all go ahead. Let me think about this because I'm not sure. Yeah. Roger. I really don't know. I mean, I'm going with my team regardless. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is Brayden. one where I can actually confidently say them. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson, Sunday night, under center. He's kind of playing a little bit shaky at first, but Rose under center, looks up to the press box, sees Miss Taylor Swift up there. Says okay, let me cook, and finally turns it on for the first time in his career. Hell, maybe he'll see Sierra and be like, loses. same nah, thing. Nah, he ain't, he ain't about that life. He ain't ready he for was, that. He was. Oh, I don't even. You know. want another baby? <laughs> he was throwing dimes, just absolute piss missiles Sunday night, and <laughs> it was actual good throws. He was playing good football. My dude said piss missiles. The fuck did you say? You heard him. (laughs) He was just dicing him. What what, what next? Shit rockets? What's next? Raspberry ass cheeks. Raspberry ass cheeks. It was great. Zach Wilson played the best football of his NFL career. Mint. Uh, Unfortunately, the game did not go his way. uh, I like the Jets defense and uh, the young legend. Zach Wilson in the Jets. The what? The young legend. Okay, so so I don't get this wrong. You're picking the Jets to win this game. Word. Okay. Godly. Man, based on just the defense alone, I should go with the Jets. 
but I think offensively the Broncos are better, which is it's not that much of a difference. But hey, shut you your mouth. Watch your, had, watch your mouth. I, had, I hadn't done this in a while. Hold on. Hold you're going to pick the Jets? No. I'm going to flip a coin. Okay. No, pretty, so while, while, while he's while he's figuring out uh, this, uh, Chad is going with the Broncos, and I am also going with the Broncos. I think the uh, the the uh, primetime lights uh, last week was an anomaly for Zach Wilson and the Jets. Uh, I don't see them pulling out this win. Um, I know Talon will be happy if I am wrong uh, here because that's his his actual favorite team, but oh, fuck I'm off. going Broncos. I'm here trying to play it off like he's got a flip right. coin. No, I am. Look, all right, look. The X mm-hmm. is for the Jets. This is for the Broncos. <laughs> you what the fuck a, is even did that? Did you have a communion pistol spread? Just pick the guy that's doing piss missile. <laughs> <laughs> this man has a communion bread in his <laughs> computer room. <laughs> He's getting holy in there. <laughs> Shut up, shut up, shut up. All right. So so, so Braden's got yes. piss missiles and, and Talon's got the communion bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut up. All right. This is for the Jets. This is for the Broncos. Fuck, I dropped it. This, oh, did no, that thing even flip? No. <laughs> the air caught it. Hold on. He just went straight up and down. Motherfucker. Uh-oh, He's going oh, Jets. Surprisingly, he went to Jets. Jets. Oh. Jets. 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 Shut up, Brayden. Fireman Ed over hey. there. And notice he flipped it. He flipped it so many times it kept landing on Broncos. He's like, no, I really want the Jets. It's just destiny, man. Just you can't hide from it. Just accept it. <laughs> You're a Jets fan. Just let it happen. All right. Um, I will. I will not be seen everywhere in that nasty ass, gaudy ass green color. No. Sure. Um. Denver's a two point favorite in this game with the over under <laughs> being forty three and a half. It ain't gonna make it. It ain't gonna make it. That's twenty-one points each, pretty much. It ain't go, they, they're yeah. not gonna make it. I don't That's enough. They have enough field goals. Not, still don't think they're gonna make it. All right. Yeah. Next score up, first. we got. No, you score first, huh? <laughs> what was that, Brayden? <laughs> Your turn to it, score. Be... No, you score first. No, you score first. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got the Chiefs versus the Vikings. Chief. Oof, tough one right here. <laughs> Talon, did you say Chiefs? I said Chiefs. I said Vikings. Okay. The Kansas uh, City Swifts. Where's this Roger? game? Uh, this is in, in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. I'm yeah. still going to go with the Chiefs. <clears throat> okay. Roger's going Chiefs. It looks like they're tanking for Caleb Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know they, what? They haven't won a game that. yet. They haven't won a I game can... yet. No, they did, no. did, did, they, did, they, not, did they not win? Yeah. They yeah. beat the Oh, that's they're right. One and three. They're, they're, yeah, we were going to zero and three teams. Yeah, fuck, I yeah. forgot. They're they're one and three. Uh, Braden, where are you going? Kansas City. All right. Explanation. Uh, uh, you didn't go more in depth of why you picked them. It's because Taylor Swift's going to be there. 
did. As long as the NFL takes the Swifties out of the NFL Instagram bio. Oh lord, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Marketing, PR, baby. man. I told you. It literally, it's literally all it is, is just to get. But I mean, why did they have to make Travis Kelsey's career get ruined? I mean, she needed new music material. That is true. Great, I can't wait. It's gonna he's be us. She's gonna go back answer. to her old style. He's he's the answer to a trivia question now. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so, uh, the Chiefs are actually a five point favorite with the over under being fifty three. Oh my god! It's only, only a five point five. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Five, the Chiefs are a five-point favorite with the over/under being fifty-three. I, oh, I said okay. what I said. Okay. He said it was his chest. Okay. <laughs> I ain't coming at right you. Here. Fuck. Nipples hard and everything. Diamonds. Go <laughs> uh, for Bravo ass down. What the fuck? <laughs> so moving on to our Sunday nighter, we have the Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers. This is in Santa Clara, California. Levi Stadium. Talon, where are you going? Oh, uh, wow. Um, I, w- I want to go 49ers, but something in my gut's telling me that the, that the Cowboys are going to win this one. I don't like they got the number one defense. San Francisco has the has the no has a has a top five ranking offense. The San Francisco offense, I'm sorry, the San Francisco defense is ranked in the top three. Cowboys offense sucks comparable to the San Francisco offense. So it being home, them being without players. Michael Parsons can't do it all by himself. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go uh, San Francisco to win this one. So the uh, Browns actually have the overall defense. Yeah. Browns have overall? I thought Dallas had overall. Never mind. Nope. Uh, what Brown- I just looked up, it's saying 49ers have the best defense in the NFL. Uh, Browns are allowing less than 200 yards a game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so it goes, it actually goes Browns, Bills, 49ers, then Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. So the Cowboys have the, so the 49ers have a better defense than Dallas does. Uh, yeah. Well, with all the injuries they're going through right now, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, yep. Fran's still got a dynamic offense that I think would definitely share. I, 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 isn't, isn't Parsons hurt though? I don't think so. I don't think he's okay. her. I think he's just mad to be a fucking cowboy right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Roger, where are you going? Oh, do I get to actually pick a team now? I'm no. Do <laughs> he's being nice go. to you. Just go with it. I want to go with the 49ers. They have, obviously, the guy who should be the MVP this season. That's freaking Chris McCaffrey C- for sure. CMC. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah, they were talking about that earlier today. They're saying that he right now, out of all the offensive players, he is right now the leading candidate for MVP. As he should be. Here, man. He won't get it. He but won't get he, it. You know. it'll, it'll go to Jalen Hurts probably this year. Yeah, he won't get it because he's a running back, but 
Yeah. But hell, if they uh, didn't give it to Derrick Henry, they damn sure ain't going to give it to Christian McCaffrey. Well, the only thing is that Christian McCaffrey doesn't play for the Titans. That's true. Braden, where are you going? This is actually uh, – I know we're talking about the Eagles and the Rams being the game of the week, but I completely forgot about this matchup. I think this is uh, hands down the game of the week. Uh, this is the one game I'm looking forward to the most. Just after the uh, the playoff game last year, this is the uh, the same location – Majority, uh, same team coming back. Well, same uh, same rosters, pretty much both coming back into this one. Uh, last year, that playoff game was a really really good game. I remember watching that one, and uh, it really came down to the wire. And I thought, I thought the Cowboys had a great chance in that one, man. And uh, I think this that Cowboys team is even better this year. But it's hard to pick against a a Forty ers team that's just rolling right now. Uh, it, you really just don't want to bet against them. And uh, that's why I'm going to go 49ers at home. All right. Um, Chad's also going 49ers here. Uh, and I am going 49ers as well. Uh, I mean, they're just they're, they're just clicking on all cylinders. They look like the most complete team in the NFL currently. So, and, and I'm a Brock Purdy guy. Big Dick Brock. Brock Hard Purdy? Yes. Um the the 49ers are are a 4 point favorite and the over under is 45 on this game. That's pretty low though. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, I figured it'd be more high. I figured it'd be Well, I guess they got to make it low because Dallas's offense. So Dallas's offense don't yeah. exist. That's my right. point. I'm thinking that's the reason why it's so low is cuz yeah. if if the Cowboys actually did have a legitimate offense this could be a whew. i mean it, it'll still be game of the week but I, <laughs> I mean it'd be a whole lot more exciting to watch i think yep this will right. be the biggest test of the year though so far say that again this will be uh san francisco's biggest test of the year so far oh yeah we'll, we'll see a lot of their uh their skill puts this test in this one mm-hmm. yep I believe so as well. All right. And then our final game of the week is our Monday nighter. And we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, This is actually going to be played in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Talon, where are you going? Well, both teams are kind of in that mid-category. Maybe a little bit lower than mid. Uh, the Raiders didn't look too bad. But then again, the Packers didn't look too bad. They did have a comeback victory against the Saints. They did get Molly Watt by the Lions. Uh, the Raiders got shellacked by the freaking um, Bills. This one's... Give me the line. What's the betting line right now of those game, of that game? Uh, Green, Bay is- the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Green Bay is a uh, two-point favorite, and the over/under is forty-four and a half. Mm. Green Bay sitting at two and two, and Vegas is at one and three. Yeah, I, again, I don't have confidence in this pick. This is one. This is one of them games that I really don't care about because neither one of them teams have shown me anything that I want to see. So I'm gonna fuck it. I'm just gonna go with the Packers just because I feel like the Raiders have really not done anything and at least the Packers are showing some sign of an offense with Jordan Love so I guess I'll go with the Packers 
All right. Uh, Roger? Um, I'm unfortunately going to have to go with the Packers also on this one. Um, Jimmy G has stated to come back, I think, but I don't know. I just don't feel like he's going to pretty much help this team at all right now. Um, that whole team's getting um, wasted right now with what they got going on. They have a lot of good potential, just not going to be used right. And I mean, Jordan Love's been suffice so far, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got to remember that Jimmy G leads the league at dinner. He's tied with uh, Daniel Jones with most interceptions thrown so far this season. Nice. So, you know. Them concussions do that to you. Yeah. Tell me about it. Where are you going, Braden? Uh, I think really in this one, it comes down to coaching. I can't get behind McDaniel whatsoever at all. Watching his piss poor decisions through the first couple of weeks is just, I don't know how you can get behind that really. And the fact Tell me that about we, it. <laughs> I don't, the fact that we don't know with Jimmy G, it's, eh. and then uh, Devontae Adams suffered a low key injury. I don't know if that lingers whatsoever. But uh, I think the uh, the Chandler Jones arrest probably lingers lingers over this team just a tad. Yeah. And uh, I think that leans it like public the team being in the bad public eye. I think that plays into the uh, the play of the team a lot more than we realize. So yeah. that plays a key factor in it. And Jordan Love is he's doing okay. And I like the Packers team as a whole just a lot more than the Raiders roster top to bottom and just how they're playing right now. So give me the Packers on the road. Yeah. I think we already know where Chad's going on this one. Correct. <laughs> Can't hear you, Bubba. My bad. Um, <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I, I muted my mic. My bad. Um, so yeah, we, we do already know that Chad's going with his favorite team with the Packers here. Um I'm also gonna go Packers. Uh very similar to what, what Braden said. Um the the Raiders are gonna be reeling from the Chandler Jones arrest. Um I don't trust their coach. Uh I, I just that team's not good at all. So uh is is, is Josh McDaniel on the chopping block? Yes. yes. I think so. How many more losses do you think it'll be before they finally give him the axe? Or I think they'll give him the season. He lasted the whole year. I think they'll give him a season. Yeah, okay. I think he lasts the because year. They're in a transitional situation, but they're also in a hard rebuild, I guess, now. Well, yes. I mean, you're in. Well, well, you're in the same division with the Chiefs and the Chargers. It's like you got to do something and do something quick, or else you're just going to be at the bottom of the barrel with the Broncos. You know, so you got to figure something out. Fuck. Am, am I am I lying? He's not, he's not wrong. We are. I wrong. mean, <laughs> no, but but the moment somebody says something like that about the the Dolphins at any point, he, he's like, "Why are you hating on my team?" If it's factual, it's not hate. Just I mean, I'm just saying. If it's factual, it's not hate. It's facts. That's why I never set myself up to believe in my team. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Broncos. Fuck the Broncos. I mean, I feel all the time. 
most bipolar attitude I've ever heard in my life. I'm I'm sorry for being honest with myself. <laughs> All right. So what, what's the what, what what do we say the 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 line was on the uh, Packers Raiders game? Uh, Green Bay, Green Bay by two points. Gotcha. The over under is forty four and a half. They might not they much might, at all. They they might they might get that. I'm not sure. Um. So that being said, guys, what's game of the week? What games are you most looking forward to this week? Niners Cowboys, man. That's that's legit. Niners, Niners Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles, Rams, um, Texans Falcons. Yeah, Texas yeah. Falcons. Texas Falcons. Ravens Steelers also. I really want to see how hard hitting that's going to be. It's not the same Steelers Ravens games we're used to. It it might. You never know. It might be Eagles Rams. days, man. Oh, with Terrell Suggs damn near murdering him on the field. <laughs> I remember oh, them days. Do what you got to do. Yeah, you did do what you got to do. No mercy in this dojo. <laughs> right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, Chip, you got did you say one already or did you say Yeah, he said uh yeah. okay. uh, Texans Falcons. He said Texans hey. Falcons, okay. All right. All right. But that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Why You Something's in my fucking eye. Sorry about that. Um <laughs> shout out to everybody for uh tuning in tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let us know your predictions, let us know what you think, let us know about some of the commentary you've heard here tonight. If you agree, disagree, let us know in the comments down below. Chip, Roger, Braden, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out of here? As always, please do not leave a like without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on Spotify and right here on YouTube. Raj. Um, you know. When you go to YouTube and you watch this video, you can go down in the comment section, say what you want, leave a little like, hit that subscribe, share with your friends, you know, give us what your opinions are, whatever. Then you go over to Spotify and you give us a little five-star rating. And if you do anything else uh, besides what I said, I'm going to stab you in the eye. It's just fair warning. Ouch. It's fair warning. You know, He's violent. What about you, Braden? You got anything you want to say? Uh, word of mouth goes a long way. Share with your friends all about the podcast. There's a lot more than just sports. We've got everything on this show. Uh, like the video, subscribe. It goes a long way for the algorithm. Yeah, stupid algorithm. Yes. <laughs> damn algorithm. But anyway, but also shout out to all of our friends who've been down with us since day one. You guys know exactly who you are. Make sure you, again, again follow us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, check out streamlabs.com forward slash movement radio forward slash merch. Go copy some merch. And also, ladies and gentlemen, once again, check out movementradio.us, your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. I'm Braden Howard. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.